Welcome to the Liberty Block. I'm Elliot Axelman. We have another at least six bills that I've identified that are pretty communist in nature. They take more control over private businesses and hand over that control to the government in the form of power, eliminating that control over private business businesses, which we call economic freedom. I'll just run through all six bills really quickly. We published an article. We'll put this video and podcast into the article. We'll link the article and all the bills into the description of this podcast and video. Senate Bill 67, SB 67, forces employers, all businesses, to provide paid sick leave for all their employees. Regardless of whatever agreement, whatever contract, the private employees and the business negotiated. So much for the progressive support for Anything that two adults consent to, oh, consent, the government should stay out of it, BS. They don't want adults making their own decisions. Forces employers to have paid sick leave, meaning they will just cut expenses in other, in other areas. They'll just pay people less. House Bill 593 seemingly makes it illegal for food delivery drivers like DoorDash, Uber Eats, a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, I guess Grubhub is a delivery uh, service. It makes it illegal unless there is an actual physical contract between the business and the food and the food restaurant. So between the delivery service and the restaurant service. I quote the bill in the article, quote, a food delivery platform shall not arrange for the delivery of an order from a food service establishment or retail food store without first obtaining an agreement with the food service establishment or retail food store, expressly authorizing the food delivery platform to take orders and deliver meals prepared by the food service establishment or retail food store. Any food delivery platform that violates this chapter shall be guilty of a violation and fined $100 per, for each delivery made without the agreement required in paragraph two. Yeah, uh, I don't really understand, but it seems to make it illegal to deliver food unless you have like a written agreement, which again, why can't you have why do you need any agreement for a delivery person to pick up food and bring it to someone else? The restaurant is not involved. If the restaurant doesn't mind, why should the government stop that from happening? What about consent? What about voluntary interaction? Why is the government using men with guns to stop people from picking up food and delivering it to people? House Bill 113 forces employers to pay the balance of unused paid vacation time to employees upon termination. This means that employers must account for a higher payroll slash termination costs which means that they need to pay employees less or increase the price of their goods or services to make up for it. Again, it's all very simple economics. Your revenue has to be as much or more than your expenses. Otherwise, you're an insolvent business. Moving on, House Bill 231 forces with men with guns, with police, with the government agents, forces employers to provide a special break time during the workday for lactating women, for breastfeeding women to breastfeed babies and or pump their breast milk. Additionally, quote, an employer shall make reasonable efforts to provide access to a designated lactation space and adequate facilities for breastfeeding. Adequate facilities for breastfeeding shall mean a sanitary indoor place or other lactation or other location, sorry, other than a bathroom or toilet stall that is shielded from view from intrusion from coworkers and the public. The lactation space shall have, either in the room where it is located or nearby, access to a sink, refrigerator, or, or cooler, and an electrical outlet. Again, 
this does a few things. It increases costs for all businesses. If I have a small business, let's say called Axel Fit Gym, and I own a gym, the Axel Gym, and I have 17 employees, some are girls, some are boys, some are old, some are young. If one woman is breastfeeding or becomes uh, pregnant or breastfeeding or has a baby while she's working as a personal trainer in my gym, and now I have to spend another you know, $500,000 building an extra space to be a lactation room and buying a fridge, that's $50,000 of expenses. So either I'm going to fire her or I'm going to increase my gym membership from 20 bucks to 30 bucks, meaning people will stop coming to my gym because I raised the prices. Or I'll cut corners in other ways, like cutting benefits or cutting bonuses or cutting overtime or cutting other safety measures in the gym or not buying that new machine that we really need because our treadmill keeps breaking and hurting people. The second reason this bill is terrible, especially for women, is this makes women into a liability more than an asset. All employees, again, this is Economics 101, employees are assets to businesses, meaning they provide a positive value and not a detriment to the value of the business, meaning they help the business, and that is why businesses, entrepreneurs, employers hire people. They don't hire people to be nice or because they're idiots or stupid or to lose money or to go bankrupt. They hire people to make more profit. In this gym that I have, I only hired people because they can help me make more money. They can help expand my business. If they were a drain on my business, I would not have hired them. If they become a drain, I will fire them. This makes women more unemployable. This makes women cost more, more of a liability. Nothing to do with me being a sexist. If a bill turned men into assets because it forced all employers to provide... I don't know, grooming services and men's barber and men's massages for every every male employee five times a day at a cost of $17 million a year, that would make it more costly to employ men. And that would be an anti-man bill. This is an anti-woman bill. This is an anti-feminist bill. Idiots. They're either evil or they're idiots or they're communists. These bills make women more difficult to employ. If this bill passes, my wife might not get a job. She might get fired because she's now a more costly employee to keep on the payroll. Her male counterparts can do the exact same thing, but they don't require this special break time. They don't require you building another room and buying a fridge for them to breastfeed. Jesus, how about you let every employer do what they want? Some employers might have lactation rooms, some might not. Let, employ let every business do whatever they want. This is communism. The definition of communism is government or all of the people, the collective people, or the government owning businesses. This is communism. This is socialism. Look up the definition. House Bill 590 forces business owners to provide paid sick time to their employees. This will be the same as Senate Bill 67, I guess. No, no, it looks like it's a little different. House Bill 590 forces, oh, it forces businesses to provide paid sick time. It lets them take up to like 14 days of paid, paid uh, sick time in case they get COVID. Um, quote from the bill. As all full or part-time employees who work in New Hampshire shall receive paid sick time as provided in this chapter. They also give humongous powers to the Commissioner of Labor, which is an unelected bureaucrat politician tyrant. Quote, the Commissioner shall adopt rules pursuant to RSA 541A relative to the forms, procedures, implementation, and enforcement of this chapter. The Commissioner shall coordinate implementation and enforcement of this chapter. Yeah, that's what the bill says. So, yeah, forces employers to provide paid sick time to employees. Again, let them all have their own contracts with employees. If employees don't like the terms of their employment, they won't work there. It's that simple. House Bill 618. Oh, this one's another great one. Quote, no food service business shall, set, shall sell or distribute in the state 
a disposable food service product for foods or beverages that is composed in whole or in part of polystyrene foam. It's like that semi-foam, semi-plastic type that some uh, yogurts come in. If a business currently uses, uses this material for their food, there must be a reason they do. It's efficient. It's cheap. It works. Forcing them to find an alternative will directly translate to higher costs and or a worse product for the entrepreneur and for the consumer. It'll cost more and it'll be worse for the consumer. We saw this with paper straws. Paper straws are probably more expensive, which is why they didn't use them in the first place. They use plastic. But also, it becomes soggy and it disintegrates in your mouth and it tastes like you're eating paper and cardboard because you are. I think that's all the bills I have for now. That is, yep, I think that's all six bills for now. There are a few others, but these are the six worst, most communist bills, I believe. It's, it's unbelievable. And the reason I say these bills are communist and socialist is because they take control away from private business owners. And the politicians are granting themselves control for how to run the business. We spoke about this with, I think, Senate Bill 138 last week. If we can't run our own businesses, we're a socialist nation. Let's admit it. Let's stop pretending we're capitalist. We're not. We're 99% socialist at this point. Roughly, almost as much as China. In China, the government controls half of, half of most major businesses, I believe. In North Korea, the government totally controls everything. We're almost at North Korea levels. For the, for the sponsors of these bills, if you really love communism, move to North Korea. I will help you pack. As always... Email your representatives, your senators, and the committees that hear these bills. Every committee you know, is going to hear some of these bills at some point. I'll try to keep you guys updated. Email all the reps you can, all the senators, all the committees. Call them, text them, bother them, knock on the door, and tell them, please do not support communism. And let me know what you think. Check out libertyblock.com for more. A lot is happening. Liberty Block is growing. Tons of new news. We have uh, two new sponsors, Taxation and Staff, then Defy the Grid. We're working with them. We're constantly bringing on new stuff, new people, new sponsors, more content. Our podcasts are rolling. I didn't realize some had over 100 views, 100 listens. Our video on Rumble, there's a reason I'm boycotting Facebook video and YouTube video, even though we had our most views on, on those platforms, especially Facebook. I left Facebook. Most of our team has left Facebook. We're on Rumble. Parlor is back up today as of 11 a.m. this morning. Um, so we're on MeWe. We're on Parlor a little bit. We're on gab a whole bunch of other sites but we're boycotting facebook our video platform is just on rumble exclusively right now so watch those videos that helps us it helps rumble it helps uh the whole freedom movement and our podcast kick is kicking butt as soon as soundcloud knocks us off we'll find something else you can't keep the beach ball underwater for too long as dan Bernardino says so follow us on libertyblock.com for now and i'll see you guys later thank you <laughs>